Praise the Lord. First, giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the presence of our pastor, Elder Scudder, President Mother Scudder, Mother Johnson, in the absence of Elder Williams, the presence of Elder Warbington and Minister Singleton, Mr. Moore, all of the saints of the Most High. Truly, I thank the Lord Jesus Christ for the opportunity just to be used by the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I just thank the, I thank the Lord because this was something that I was uh, studying um, earlier this week. Well, must have been a couple of weeks ago now because um, I had shared some of it with the with the missionaries when we had our meeting. And I said, when Elder Scott asked me to, to speak, I said, okay, well, amen, Jesus, because this is really something for all of us, something that we could all learn from. Thank you, Jesus, and, and do better. Do better in for the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, it's about, um, you know, it's about the destination and the journey. And we... We're thinking about, you know, how they say in the world, they say, you know, it's not about the destination, it's about, you know, the journey get, to get there, how, you know, how you get there. But in Jesus, the, the journey determines the destination, really. Because where, how you live this life is how you're going to spend eternity. So um, when we talk about destination, we're talking about a place where someone or something is going or being sent. And the journey is the travel from one place to another, usually taking some period of time. And um, on today, we're going to look in the, the gospel according to St. John, and we understand that the gospel is the birth of Jesus Christ, the life and teachings of Jesus Christ, the death, the burial, the resurrection, the ascension, and the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're able to get, you know, from each of the Gospels, they present all of that through, through the eyes of, of one that is trying to talk to a specific audience. And when, when you think about, you know, what we see in Matthew, you know, Matthew is really trying to prove to the Jews that Jesus Christ is the, the Messiah, you know, the promised one. Thank you, Jesus. And he does that like through the lineage going all the way back, you know, from the Old Testament, showing that Jesus Christ is the, the king of the Jews. And in Mark, he really shows Jesus Christ you know, as like a lowly servant, the servant that was obedient unto death. Thank you, Jesus. Even the death of the cross. And then in, in Luke and John, Luke really focuses on the humanity of Jesus Christ. So sh showing Jesus Christ as God, man, as the man, Christ Jesus. Excuse me. So it's really showing Jesus as, as, a, as a man, you know. And then when, when we look at John, John, John starts off right off the bat and he starts talking about, thank you, Jesus. In the beginning was the word, you know, and he shows how the word was God, how the word became flesh, how he dwelt among us full of grace and truth. Thank you, Jesus. And then he says grace and truth 
came by Jesus Christ. So he starts right off in chapter one to let us know Jesus is God. You know, and, and then he begins to show us the man part of God, you know, who God is as a man. And we're going to look in, in chapter four of St. John. We want to look at God, man. We want to look at the man, Christ Jesus, you know, really understanding who the man was. And because the Lord Jesus Christ, he had to come down and he had to work within the limitations of this flesh. So he had to be able to, to operate like how we do. You know, but the scripture says, yet without sin. And, and we're going to look at verse 31. But in leading up to, to verse 31, you know, Jesus Christ, he was leaving Judea and he was on his way to Galilee. So there was two, there was a, a, a beginning part and there was an end part. So he was trying to get to Galilee, but he realized that he had to go through Samaria, which was the, you know, kind of like the unclean, the Gentile nation. And so he was looking at this. He was going through Samaria to be able to see. And, and he... When he went through, through Samaria, he, under, he, he met somebody. So he met a woman who he was able to talk to, you know, and, and, but during that period of time when he was, when he was uh, journeying, he got very weary from that journey. And that's what we're trying to go to because, you know, you think about when you travel and when you go from one place to the other, you know, you have to pack your bags. You have to get, get all of that together. And you may sit in the airport for a few hours and then you get on the airplane and then you get to your destination. And boy, you are so tired, you know. But then with, back in that time, they had to go and there was no airplanes and all of those things. So he really had to physically work, you know, in the heat of the sun to be able to get from one place to the, to the next place. And, and in the scripture, you know, even though he was tired and the first thing that he said to the woman was give me some, you know, give me to drink. And it's like, instead of giving him something to drink, she said, why are you asking me to give you something to drink? Cause you don't have any dealings with us, you know, and so even when you read throughout the scripture, you don't even know whether she eventually gave him something to drink. But, you know, it was just showing how Jesus was so tired that he had to sit down on the side of the well. And then his disciples had to go and get something to eat for him. And this is where we get to in, in verse 31, where and I'm going to go ahead and read this, the scripture. And it says, in the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat that ye know not of. Therefore said the disciples one to another, Have any man brought him aught to eat? And Jesus saith unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Thank you, Jesus. And to finish his work. 
And then he says, Say not ye, therefore there are yet four months, and then comes harvest. Behold, I say unto you, Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Thank you, Jesus. And that's really where we want to go to because, you know, there was, there was a journey that was taking place. There was some traveling that was taking place. And this journey had caused the Lord Jesus Christ to really, you know, be weary and to lose his energy and to really not, he, he really didn't feel like going any further. But, and, and, and sometimes we are in this journey like this, where we are just tired. It, you know, the world has beat us down. Thank you. Hallelujah. And even in our weakest moments, the Lord is able to use us for his purpose. But it depends on, you know, how we how are we presenting ourselves during those weak times? You know, are we focusing on the mission? You know, are we focusing on what our job is to do for Jesus? Or do we get caught up in, you know, I'm tired. Me. You know, what, what I got to do. I'm tired. I don't have time. Thank you, Jesus. You know, that, that's the journey part. You know, so as we're going through this journey, you know, yes, we're going to be tired. Yes, the world is going to beat us down. You know, yes, thank you, Jesus. We're going to be weary and we're not going to have any more strength to go further. Thank you, Jesus. But if we continue to keep focused on the mission, you know, the mission, we got to make it in. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. If we can continue to keep focused on that mission, that we got to see Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And I got work to do for Jesus. So not only do I have a, a you know, a, a destination that I'm trying to get there, but while I'm getting there, there is work that he has prescribed for me to do. There's something that I have to do in order to stay safe, to be safe, stay safe, and to live for Jesus. And when you think about, you know, for the for the seeker, that job is to to keep Jesus first, mm -hmm. yes. you know, for a and we all seekers. So we all have to keep Jesus first in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And it says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So I, if I could just work on keeping Jesus first and foremost in my life. And calling on the name of Jesus because he promised me salvation. That's my mission. Thank you, Jesus. It's to receive Jesus. So it's like I got to stay focused. I got to keep the focus because, yeah, the, the, the devil is going to come at me with everything that he has. And he's going to come at me and hallelujah. And even at my weakest moments, he's still going to be coming. You know, but I got to keep my mind and my focus. On Jesus. And then for the saint, really, the, 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 for us, he said, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be a witness unto me. And this is what, what we were talking about, you know, in our meeting. Thank you, Jesus. How, 
you know, we got to be witnesses. We have to be a witness for Jesus. You know, and sometimes we can get comfortable being a passive witness. You know, because we say that, well, our lives is the, is the only Bible that some people may read. So I'm going to just let them read my life. You know, I don't have to say anything. I can just live. But sometimes you're going to have to open up your mouth and say something. Thank you, Jesus. You got to be an active witness. You know, and it's like, and, and sometimes we say, well, you know, well, I'm not in that auxiliary. Or I'm not in that. So that's not what I need to do. I don't have to do that. But no, we all, we all must be active witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. We got to go out and tell somebody. You know, I mean, I like that word intentional. We got to be intentional. Hallelujah. We got to intend to tell somebody. Thank you, Jesus. About Jesus. You know, you got to intend on that thing. You know, this week, Jesus, Lord, I want you to open up a way. And sometimes the way is already made. You know, all you have to do is walk into it. And, you know, I thank the Lord because I, I was able to have a conversation with one of my coworkers. And I, I thank the Lord for even for um, uh, uh, Deacon uh, Ralph's testimony about putting up Jesus saves. You know, because, yeah, the world puts up all of their heroes and she rose and whoever rose. But we can talk about Jesus. Jesus is my hero. You know, Jesus, Jesus saved me. You know, so so there there is a way. And, and, and I'm like, you know, the people, other people are able to talk about everything they want to talk about. And even when we don't want to hear it, we we have we listen. We have to hear it. You know, and so it's just like, yeah, so we there is a way. But sometimes we have to, you know, open up and just be a little vulnerable. You know, you gotta open up, just be, you know, because what you may open up and say, you might get rejected for that. You know, but it's okay. It's like you ought to want to be rejected. And when you think about it, you know, the, the, the flesh part of me does not like rejection. But Jesus Christ, it says that he was despised and rejected of men. He was a man of sorrow, acquainted with grief. Thank you, Jesus. And, and the scripture says that we must know him in the power of his resurrection. And sometimes we want to stop at the power of his resurrection. So, Jesus, yeah, I want to feel that resurrecting power that, that, that rose you up out of the grave. I want to feel that. But what about the fellowship of his suffering? We got to suffer, too. Thank you, Jesus. And it's like the suffering that we go through like here. That, you know, that's not the suffering. It's the suffering for the name of Jesus. You know, we got to suffer for the name of Jesus. That's the real suffering. You know, do we put ourselves out there? And it's, it, yeah, it, it requires for you to be open. It requires for you to, to just speak up and say what does say it the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And it's like you don't have to get on a soapbox, but you can when the opportunity presents itself. You can give Jesus. You can give the name Jesus. You know, there are ways. There are ways that that the Lord will open up 
for you to be able to do that. You know, but sometimes we might be a little, a little shy, a little, you know, afraid, you know, to, to say something. Because they might not like what I have to say. Yeah, they might not like what you have to say. But amen, Jesus, you said it. That's it. Thank you, Jesus. So it's like we have to be able to be willing to, to just, you know, put, put it out there. Like all Jesus said was, give me the drink. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Thank you, Jesus. And, and it opened up a whole conversation. And then he took it to another, another level. Because she, she started talking about, well, y'all don't even have dealings with us. And he didn't even deal with that. And he began to say, if thou knewest the gift of God, you know, if, 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 who said to you, give me the drink, then you would ask me, you know. So it's like you, there are ways. I mean, you don't even, it doesn't have, have to even start with Jesus, but it can end with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But it's like you, you, we have to purpose and intend in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus, that we want to be used by the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, because it's about the journey. And we have to look at that journey. What is my journey looking like to eternal life? And it's, but I've got to get to eternal life. Now, my journey, it, it might be a little comfortable. It might be a little safe. You know, so I, I like safety. I like comfortable. But, you know, when we are serving Jesus, Jesus is our protector. It says, it says um, whom shall I fear? You know, the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid of? I don't have to fear what man may do to me. I need to fear the person that can put both body and soul in hell. That's what I need to be afraid of. Thank you, Jesus. But I don't need to fear what man may do unto me. It's okay. You know, if if they reject what I have to say, thank you, Jesus, because I didn't say it. Jesus did. So let's look. It says, so the, the disciples in verse 31, they were saying, Master, eat. So, you know, they were really concerned. You could see the concern that the disciples had for the Lord Jesus Christ because they, they saw that he was, when they left, they saw that he was, he was really weary, that it looked like that he really could not go on. And so they had to go and get him something because he, 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 he was really tired. So and they wanted him to keep up his strength because they had a, long, a, a, a further way to go to get to Galilee. And then he says unto them, I have meat that ye know not of. And I just thank the Lord for that. Because, yeah, hallelujah, Jesus. You know, we, we may think that, oh, yeah, I just need to sit down. I got to rest. I'm tired. I got to whatever. But it's like he says that we have meat that the world doesn't know of. Thank you, Jesus. You know, so in other words, we can get energy and we can get revitalized. Thank you, Jesus. By more than just, you know, going to the spa or, you know, there's more. Yeah. If, if, when I'm serving and living for the Lord Jesus Christ, that revitalizes me. And when you think about it, when the Lord opens up a way for me to be able to talk to somebody about him, you know, it's like, I just want to like, I'm, I'm like skipping the rest of the day. You know, I'm skipping. You, in my, you know, I'm just so glad that Jesus opened up a way for me to be able to, you know, and, and it's like, 
you should have that same joy. Like when, when you're able to accomplish the mission, you know, the mission of the saints. When you're able to accomplish that mission, thank you, Jesus. And you know it was nobody but Jesus that did it, that opened up that way for you. Yeah, it's like you hit a home run. It's like, yeah, thank you, Jesus. You glad. So it's like that, that's, that's my, and you could have been feeling terrible. And, you know, you could have been having so many problems of your own. You know, but when, you, when somebody wants to hear and understand who Jesus is or wants to know the way out, you know, wants to understand, well, what can I do to get this right? And you're able to tell them, Jesus, hallelujah, you seek Jesus. You call on the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, when you are able to, to get that message across to somebody, it's just such a blessing. Thank you, to the soul. That's why he said, I have meat that you know not of. Thank you, Jesus. Because we don't know if he even got that sip of water, that, that cup of water. Because it said after she heard what he had for her, she left her pot and she go ran and went and ran and told a whole bunch of other people about Jesus. You know, so it, it doesn't even say that, that she gave him something. But he was revitalized. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like the disciples, they, okay, let's look at, at the next verse. So it says, therefore said the Has disciples. Any man brought him some, ought to eat. So did somebody bring him something to eat? Because, boy, he looked different. Thank you, Jesus. You know, the colors back in his cheeks. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, the, yeah, when you are able to accomplish the mission. Hey, thank you, Jesus. And we have to keep the focus because the mission, hallelujah, yeah, I need to receive eternal life. But there are people along the way that also need to hear and know that Jesus saves. Thank you, Jesus. Because Jesus was on his way to Galilee. So he could have just been focused on, I got to get to Galilee. I can't deal with these people. I don't have time. You know, and, and we can get like that. You know, we can get like that when we are so focused on, I got to run for my life. Well, I got to run for my life. Well, somebody need to hear about Jesus on the way. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you want to make it in, but don't you want to pull a soul out of the fire? You know, we got to help somebody. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, we can't, we can't make them come in, but we can sure give them the information. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's like we got we to gotta make sure that we're spreading, we're sowing those seeds. We just got to sow it. We don't have to give the increase. We just got to sow it. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus gives the increase, but he wants us to sow the seeds. He wants us to be his, 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 his mouth, his spokespeople. He wants us to be able to, to give them what thus saith the Lord. To be able to provide a hope. Hallelujah, Jesus. Because if you're only in this life looking for hope, then you're miserable. And it's a whole bunch of miserable people out here. You know, and they, and they, they, they don't know. People don't know. Thank you, Jesus. And they need to know that the answer is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it's like, you know, even you might have told somebody before the answer is Jesus. And they're still looking. And they're still looking. 
And if they come to you again, you can tell them the answer is Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The answer is still Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And you, you can rebel against it. You can say what you want to say about it. The answer is still Jesus. It won't change. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is the answer. Verse 34. Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Thank you, Jesus. And to finish his work. So he explains to them because they were just like, gosh, did somebody give him, you know, something to eat? What, what happened? Since we, we left earlier and maybe it took, I don't know how long it took to go into the city and to get food and bring it back. And they're walking or however they're getting there, you know, but it took a while. And so when they got back, you know, he was all good, you know, and it, he said, but my meat. Is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. So we have to make sure that we're doing the will of Jesus Christ. What would you have for me to do? You know, because I can say, well, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. And I want to accomplish that. And the other thing, I have all of these lofty goals. And that's that's really good. But if it's not about Jesus, it's not going to mean anything. Thank you, Jesus. When Jesus Christ comes back, he's not looking to see who you know or where you went to school or, you know, all of these things. Now, these things are nice to, to do in this life. But in the scheme of things, in terms of the destination and the journey there, my destination, I want to obtain eternal life. I need to be saved. I want to live for Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And throughout the journey, he's telling me that I have to keep Jesus first in everything that I do. And then all the other things that I desire may be added unto me if they're in his will. You know, so so those, those other things that I, I really desire and and want to want to achieve that's fine but what am I doing you know for Jesus I gotta make sure that I'm accomplishing the will of Jesus because that's my meat and it says and and I like one of one of the commentaries it says my meat refers to my most refreshing and delightful food and that which satisfies the strongest appetite of my soul. So you, you know, you think about when you, when you get a good meal, you know, and this is your favorite meal. So that, that it says that my meat, it, it's, it's my favorite. It, it, it gives me the same joy as having, you know, my favorite meal. Somebody just fixed my favorite meal and just served it to me and I didn't even have to do anything and it just satisfies. Yeah, but it says the soul. It satisfies the, the, the strongest appetite of the soul. So that's what, that's what my meat is. That is what, it, I, it's, it's, it's the work that satisfies me. And like we said, you know, when, when the Lord allows you, when the Lord opens up that way, hey, for me to be able to do 
what he would have for me to do. And I know there was nobody but Jesus. Yeah, that, that satisfies. That satisfies the strongest appetite of my soul. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, I, I, but I got to be able to be willing to be used by the Lord Jesus Christ. So I, and that, that requires vulnerability because I'm going to be rejected. That is a given. We got to know Jesus in the fellowship of his suffering. We must suffer for the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And it's okay. I mean, you know, you the, the scripture said just dust off, just wipe the dust off your feet and keep on moving. Go tell somebody else. You know, because you, you may be like shy now because it's like you, you told somebody and they were like, uh-uh, no, I don't need that. You know, and, and you may be like, well, uh. So, so, you know, you think, and this is, this is me, when I first received the Holy Ghost, I was telling everybody, do you understand? Everybody, everybody. I mean, at school, at work, in my family, everybody that I knew. And, and boy, they was rejecting me left and right. I didn't even care. You know, but then it's like after a while, you kind of develop like a... Um, a filter. That's what I want to say. You, you develop a filter where it's like you, you kind of judge people and you might be like, mm, yeah, they probably not going to accept it. So I may not say anything, you know, so, but it's like, because you don't want to be rejected. You know, you trying to avoid that rejection, but it's like, no, 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 no. No, we got to accomplish the mission. This is Jesus' mission. All he said to do was sow the seed. He said sow the seed and he would give the increase. Thank you, Jesus. And we don't know what kind of ground we're looking at just by looking at somebody on the outside. We don't know if it's a stony ground or if it's a, a, a fertile ground ready to accept that seed. We don't know. You know, you don't know, but all you got to do is just plant it. Just say it. Just say the word. Thank you, Jesus. And it can be as simple as Jesus saves. It can be just that simple as Jesus saves. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and we can, but, but we have to be intentional. We have to be intentional about accomplishing the mission. We have to intend on letting the Lord use us. Because even in your fasting, if you don't intend on fasting that week, then the week, the whole week will go by and you won't fast. So you have to plan it out. You know, everything that we do for Jesus, it's, it's all the same thing. You know, whatever we have to do for Jesus, if you don't intend on coming to church, then you won't make it. You know, you'll be so busy running around here, there, and everywhere, and then all of a sudden, it's it's after church time. You ain't even make it. So, but it's like we got to be intentional. What do we want to do for Jesus? You know, it, it, it's like we have to intend to serve the Lord Jesus Christ in the beauty of true holiness. Because the scripture says that we got to contend for the faith. That, that's a fight. We got to fight. So we got to be able to fight the enemy. You know, and, and that enemy, he desires to steal, kill, and destroy. But it's like, but I, I have to intend on staying saved and living for Jesus. 
So there's things that I must do. And, and, and it's laid out right in his word. You know, we got to be doers of the word and not hearers only. And even when we think that we have, have come to the end of our strength, that we don't have any, any, any left to, to give the Lord Jesus Christ, he said that he'll renew our strength. Yeah. Hallelujah. He said, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. You know, you, they, they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Thank you, Jesus. He says that he giveth power to the faint. And him, he that has no might, he increases strength. So, and he also says that his strength is made perfect in my weakness. So when I am weak, so in the journey... As the Lord Jesus Christ, God himself, in this physical body, got weak. And, 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 but the strength came from doing the will of Jesus Christ. Doing the will of God. Hallelujah, Jesus. When he was accomplishing the mission, he got strengthened. He was able to receive strength. But, you know, sometimes even when we're in our own thing, when we're in our own circumstance, you know, because we cannot focus on what the mission actually is, that it's not about me, that it's not about, you know, me and my problems and nobody understands what I have to go through and nobody, you know, and everybody, nobody likes me and blah, blah. You know, me, 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 you know, that's self. And that, that's what I, 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 you know, lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, the pride of life. Nobody, I, I need my flesh to be soothed right now because I'm not feeling so good. You know, but Jesus is telling us that we got to get out of ourselves. And it's like he just showed us through his own self. You know, being in this weakened state, how yes, you can still accomplish the mission. You can accomplish the mission. You can still, you can still come to church. You know, because that's a part of the mission too. He said to assemble ourselves. Thank you, Jesus. You know, and, and, but when I get tired, I don't feel like coming. I'm tired. You know, and, and this world that beat me down and I had to work extra hours and I had to run in and I didn't have nobody at home to cook me nothing to eat. And I had to go get, you know, you could get into all that. And you could be sitting at home cooking dinner and washing clothes. You know, hey, hallelujah, Jesus. But we got to remember Jesus, you know, remember the mission. Because it's about that journey. It's about that journey to eternal life. Now, Jesus Christ says when he comes back, if you're filthy, then you're going to have to stay filthy. You know, hallelujah. If you're disobedient, you got to stay disobedient. You know, you're not going to be rewarded for that. And, and, and when we are not doing the word, because there's nowhere that says in the word, when you tired, stay home. You know, there's no caveat, you know, to the assemble yourself scripture. It says, assemble yourselves. What does it say? Don't forsake. The assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Some people don't come to church. 
but it says the saints ought to come to church. Hallelujah, Jesus. So there's no caveat. It doesn't say if you didn't, if, if you didn't, you know, wash your clothes this week, then you stay home and you wash your clothes and you got to get, do this and do that. There's nothing there, but we got to accomplish the mission. Remember, keep Jesus first. It's about the journey. We got to get this journey right. Thank you, Jesus. You know, in our perfecting holiness, we got to get the journey right. Thank you, Jesus. And, and we can't stop the mission when we're tired. You know, we can't stop the mission when we're weary. We can't stop the mission. We got to keep going because somebody wants to be saved out there. And we, and we got to find, we got to just find who it is. And if that means you got to talk to 50 people and one person want to be saved, amen. Yeah, but if you only talk to one person, you know, I mean, you know, you got you to talk to some people. You got to get out there and talk to people and just, just open up. And, and sometimes it's just even talking to them about what they want to talk about. Like what Sister Scudder said, talking to them about what they want to talk about. And one day, but that is because you got to remember the mission, the mission, the mission. So it's like no matter what I'm doing, I, I can't get caught up. And what, with, with, you know, the friendship and the fellowship and this and that. But the mission, it's all about the mission. I got to tell somebody that Jesus saves. Thank you, Jesus. It's like we want to get that, that word out there. You want to get that hope out there. You know, to be able to give somebody the light. You know, because there's so, much, there's so many things that are going on in the world. That, that can make you feel so hopeless. Yeah. You know, that can really make you feel like, well, what is, why, why is, this, this life is not worth living. And some people feel that way, and they end up taking their own lives. You know, because it's like, well, the, the life is it's not worth living. And this, and that. But Jesus is the answer. Yeah. Jesus is the answer. Verse 35, it says, say not, Say not ye that there are yet four months and then cometh harvest. So in other words, you know, there's a, a set time, you know, that we wait. The farmer waits and then the harvest comes. So there's a time that we then are able to reap that harvest. But he says, behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes. He says, and look on the fields. For they are white already to harvest. Thank you, Jesus. So, you know, if you just look out there, if we could just look out there and see, the people are there. Hallelujah, Jesus. The people are there. They want to know more about Jesus. Hallelujah. And it's already there. We don't have to wait. There's no waiting in it. the, The time is now. Today is the day of salvation for somebody. Somebody want to know. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. And, 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 and even on your job or in your school or in your neighborhood, you're not in that neighborhood by accident. You know, somebody needs to hear about Jesus. Somebody needs to know Jesus saved. So, you know, on my job, I'm not there just to do what I do. 
it, it, it's, I'm, I'm there to, to be able to, to give somebody the hope that lies within me. You know, we got to be able to do that. So, you know, in, in, this, in this scripture, you know, we just want to be encouraged to just, to just continue to go about the mission. Because even though, you know, my journey, my, my destination, I'm trying to get to eternal life. Thank you, Jesus. I'm trying to get to eternal life. I desire, hallelujah, to perfect my holiness so that I can get to eternal life. But somebody else, I need to be able to share that hope, to be able to share that knowledge, that, that wisdom, that understanding that without Jesus, there is no life. You know, I got to be able to share it with somebody to let them know Jesus saves. You know, I, and, and, and I can't be so focused on the mission, on the, on the destination that I forget the people that are around me. I don't want to forget because there's a reason. There's a re- Jesus put me where I am and he put each of us where we are for his purpose. To accomplish his mission. To accomplish his will. And so we really have to see, you know, Lord Jesus, in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. what is your will for me in this neighborhood? It's not just to say, hey, you know, it's, not, it's, it's more than that. There's more to it than that. And if I would open up myself and be vulnerable and to be okay with experiencing rejection, amen, then the Lord can use me. Thank you, Jesus. And if I have to suffer for the name of Jesus, then amen, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I can't worry about, I can't worry about what people are going to think about me in my neighborhood. You know, I can't think of, I can't worry about what people are going to think about me. You know, what did they think about Jesus? You know, and, and eventually they found out when it was too late who he really was. Hallelujah. And who he still yet is. So we want to just take this example of the Lord Jesus Christ and to be able to 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 do to to follow his example, to remember that, yes, we are on this journey. Yes, we're going to be tired. But yes, the Lord can use you. If you continue to focus on that mission, which is Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. It's another day's journey and I'm so glad. It's another day's journey and I'm so glad. It's another day's journey and I'm so glad.